Hello and welcome back to the Double Take Podcast with Jess and Jenny. We are talking about Season 3, Episode 11 of Ted Lasso today on this fine Friday before Memorial Day. You didn't want to use the word penultimate? I really thought you were going to. <laughs> I actually, honestly, I will tell you, I forgot. I thought there were two more. So nope. yeah. Twelfth's the last one. We scratch this. We're gonna start recording again. <laughs> so I could say penultimate. No, you please. I'm absolutely hundred percent kidding. How are you doing today? <laughs> I oh, I'm good. Actually, I have done nothing except watch TV. Um, you sound surprised recently. that I care about your day. I was Caught no, I guard. was just really excited to jump in and tell you that the uh, Yellow Jackets finale was released today so that's what I did this oh. morning and then I realized that it would sound like I've done nothing but watch TV if that was my answer to what I was doing but I think that that's just accurate mm. so I just wanted to get ahead of that presumption and tell you that Cut it is true and the episode was really good I can't believe you didn't catch up this would have been so fun to talk about how could I just yeah I mean I just started last week I don't actually mean <laughs> I can't believe you to catch up in a week I'm just saying I've been telling you to watch it forever I know I know but I forgive you because I know I'm the same way with other other shows. Yeah, I mean I like it. I'm all, I'm I'm going so slowly through it though because of the reasons of, you know, there are so many still so many new shows coming out. So I'm I'm making my way slowly through, but maybe by the time I'm finished all of the episodes that are out now, we will have new episodes to talk about. So, there's always that. It's done. Oh, forever. Okay, well, then... Yeah, this was... Well, no, not forever. This was season two. I hope you're caught up by season that's, three. Is that what Yeah, that's mean? what I meant. That's going to come out in like... <laughs> yes, yeah, you will most likely be caught up by the like two years it's going to take for that to come out because they haven't started writing it yet mm. and we're in the middle of a writer's strike and yeah, for for many reasons, I believe it will be at least like two years oh, before yeah, then I'll be, season three. There's a good chance I'll be done. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> pretty sure you'll be caught up. Yeah. Nice. Well, I'll be excited to talk about it then. How are you? How was your birthday? Jenny's birthday was yesterday for our folks at home. It was good. Happy birthday, Jenny. I already told her that. Yeah, you've been saving it for the <laughs> Happy podcast. Happy birthday again. <laughs> Thank you. I'm good. I It was good. I had very good food. Um, a series of small treats provided by my boyfriend. Nope, my fiance. I guess that's the first time I'm saying that on the pod. I think you said boyfriend last oops. time too. And I was like, should I correct uh, her? Or oops. There's been a lot of changes here. I had a birthday. <laughs> I, I also have a fiance. Um, yeah, surprise. But yes, there were there was, you know, some iced coffee, some breakfast that I didn't have to make, some croissants and little like, I don't know, sweet treats throughout the day. Um, I work from home. So I just kept getting texts that were like, hey, if you're hungry now, maybe look above the fridge. And then there was like a chocolate croissant there. And I was like, oh, how? I wouldn't. That's yeah, so I wouldn't have looked there. Good job, Carter. Yeah. Good job. And then um, we went to this really good restaurant um, called Kalaya Thai in Philadelphia, in Fishtown. If anyone is ever looking for delicious food, uh, go there. They made us. So we, we ordered all of the dumplings that they provide <laughs> there. And one of them, they were all like beautiful, but one of them came in the shape of literal birds. I don't know if I sent you that picture. Yeah, I saw it on your Instagram it story, but you didn't send it. Very to me. cute. It looked pretty weird. The birds. Yeah, I mean, cute. <laughs> I like first didn't realize it was food, and then I was like, oh, yeah. I don't know if I'd want to eat little birds. Well, I mean, when you're up close, they they look like dumplings as well. They just have the. That's good. Yeah, but anyway, it was delicious, and we had miniature versions of the cake that we will eat tonight because I'm. This is birthday weekend celebrating full birthday weekend but um 
I have a blueberry lemon cake. Oh, based off of the Sally's Baking Addiction cake that. Nice. Yeah. Um, and then we had, there was a little okay. bit of leftover batter. So we had that, we had that cake, but in cupcake form last night. And then tonight we're having friends over and we'll have it in full cake form. So that's Yum. the full breakdown of my birthday. It's been, it's been chill. Thanks for asking. Amazing. All right. TED time. Yeah. Time for a TED talk. Hopefully our podcast about it will not be as long as this episode was because it was 70 minutes. Why? Because. <laughs> Did you notice that? No. It was so long. I didn't, but I That's I did watch it while multitasking a, a little bit. Uh, I didn't. I was doing the, like, my prime time. Like, the spot of importance of the prime time watching where I sit down and I'm not multitasking. Like, that's such a... Coveted spot. It's such, a, it's such an... Yes. And for Ted Lasso to be getting those spots, it's been a struggle this season for the most part. I will say, however, the, how, however, even though this was 70 minutes long, I liked it. And I didn't know that it was 70 minutes until the end. And then I think I've just been in the habit of being critical about how long these episodes are. So then I looked and I was like, oh, how long was that? Mm. But no, I liked this. Overall take, I have gripes. I have things to talk about. But I felt good about this episode. I felt like it was way more OG Ted Lasso than the whole rest of the season. As an entire episode. Yes, I agree with that uh, for a couple. So, okay, a couple points. Any Ted Lasso episode that has more of a focus on soccer, football for the Brits, um, I like. Just like automatically, I like better. And the fact that this both focused on an actual match, but also focused on Jamie and Jamie's involvement in the match. And Jamie has been, as we've mentioned before, just like a favorite character, the one of the best developed characters in this season. Um, the, the two like winning ticks for me for this episode. The one thing that I think I bumped on in this episode, and it wasn't even the worst thing of this season, it was just I noticed it because the rest of the episode I enjoyed so much, was the the parallel between Ted and Jamie and parents and I mean, it's called Mom City. We see Jamie's mom. We see Ted's mom. Um, and they're clear, like, it's it's a nod back to, I think, season one, where we learn that Ted has had a difficult relationship with his father, parents. There's some trauma there. And then Jamie, part of the way that he acts, the way he does is because of some similar thing with his dad. Um, so I, I understood where the parallels were coming from. But we've spent more time with Jamie on this topic We've spent some time with Ted in therapy, but it, for some reason, the the emotional like Ted and his parents thing felt a little bit un um, undeveloped. Like they were hitting us with, see, here's the parallel between Jamie and Ted again. But like Jamie had a bunch of background to get us to the emotional part of it and like to understand. And Ted's just felt a little out of the blue, and I didn't love that. Interesting. I didn't see it as a parallel on purpose although i'm sure that was part of what they were going for i saw it as i also didn't love it i will say but in terms of like how i thought it was Mm heavy-handed i thought it was heavy-handed in getting ted to decide finally to like definitely move back and i was like oh i feel like they could have honestly just cut that whole part and it would have still been believable that he just like missed his kid like his kid could have facetimed him and he could have been like no I'm leaving now finally and that would have been just fine too because they've been building that up all season mm-hmm. having like Michelle there and the Michelle and Jacob stuff and the 
his son being in like quite a few episodes. So yeah, I thought I didn't need that part of it. Although it did have a, there was a funny joke in the beginning where Rebecca like immediately knows it's Ted's mom because she makes some terrible joke. But other than that moment, I didn't really care for, it was just sort of like a whatever plot for me. I don't know. I agree, but I think they meant it for it to be like really emotionally gut punching, especially that last scene with Ted and his mom where he like forgives her. See, I think that that kind of was though. I don't know. I liked it. It it just was, it was sort of an, it wasn't a detractor or a positive for me. I think it was other than like the setup being heavy handed, like I said, the actual scenes, I was like, okay, these are like, these are sweet. They're fine. They're whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I it didn't didn't bother. It was me. a minor detractor. The the Ted and his mom scenes. I feel like if this had been if this episode had been just slimmed a little, like cutting some excess stuff that didn't need to be there, this could have been so excellent. Like there were so many parts of this episode that I really liked, and it ended in a way that made me feel very the way Ted Lasso used to make me feel, like happy and also cry. <laughs> and I just think there was. There was too much and not in a way that I was like, oh, my God, this episode's dragging on and on. But when I think about it, I wouldn't put this in my top three Ted Lasso episodes because there just was like all this other stuff in it that was just fine. Like it was just sort of there. Yeah, I think that is I mean, that's my thesis for this whole season. It's just like they could have trimmed a lot. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like the stuff that really bothered me about this season isn't happening anymore and for that i'm glad like all the characters are back together like roy keely and jamie being all together in so much of this episode was truly joyful i love watching them all together even like rebecca being like you said they're being more soccer rebecca being with everyone instead of like off in some strange man's apartment like just all the things that were really bothering me before are gone i think are are fixed for the most part yeah I thought Jamie's childhood bedroom oh, with was Roy. so funny. With Roy Kent poster. So that was funny. Also, the Roy Kent poster looked so <laughs> lame in like just the perfect way. Like his little young boyish self or whatever they like made him look just sort of like young and silly. With on the that long poster. hair. Yeah, that was pretty good. Incredible. And then him having a poster of Keely too. Like just I mean, everything about Jamie, Jamie's character is he's just my favorite now. And I will say, though, there was something a little odd to me about his relationship with his mother in terms of, like, like, I don't know. Like, he was, like, laying in her lap and she was, like, cuddling his head. And I was like, you're a grown man. Like, this is so strange. Yeah, but Jamie's always been, like, a little man child. I know, because he's, like, a little boy and he's immature inside. But it was just, like... Yeah, no, and that was the point. I don't know. There was just, like, certain moments of it where I was like, I think it also didn't help that they made his mom look, like, really young. I mean, that's the whole I think, joke again, that's, like, yeah. literally, like, what happened. But uh, anyway. No, for the most part, 10 out of 10, all of the Jamie and Roy and Keely stuff in this episode, especially them stalking him. <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. I laughed. Yeah. Yeah, I like that, too. I loved, yeah. I mean, we've already said the... The parts with Jamie on the actual football pitch were good, but I don't think we've talked in detail. I I loved his whole I, yeah, I loved following that journey for him, and felt a little misty eyed when he gets the standing ovation. It was just like misty eyed. I literally full on <laughs> cried. I literally wrote in my notes, I full on cried. It's misty eyed. <laughs> it's cute. Anyway, 
It was so sweet. Yeah. I just, yeah, that made me really emo. And that is so, I also wrote down, this is what used to be good about this show. Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, that was about Ted's pep talk to Jamie. Mm. But still, it's the same, like, part of the show. Just very sweet and thoughtful and, like, almost too sentimental, but, like, not Brings quite. back at this last second, like, yeah. Yeah, and I just, it was so sweet. Yeah, agreed. Did anything else I, happen in this episode? <laughs> Yes. Oh, my gosh. All the Nate stuff. And I really want to talk about it. But before we do that, I have uh, a comment about the Jamie scene. And it's that when he is talking to his mom about his hair and he says, it's fucking walnut mist, referring to his hair color. Did it or did it not remind you of Honey, You Missed Auburn Big Time? Mm, Oh, it did. A hundred percent. Amazing. Thank you. Okay. (laughs) I texted one of my friends about it because I was like, please tell me I'm not the only one that that immediately thought this. And she didn't. And it it made me sad. Anything that has a mist and a hair color in it will make me think of that. Like, that's always. What did did that show do that it's like permanently (laughs) ingrained in all of our brains? There are so many one liners. I feel like I've stopped. There was a time in my life where I really like just retained one-liners from shows and movies and that was my entire personality is just like i would respond to you with whatever catalog i had of things that i had just watched and somewhere along the line that has stopped maybe because we watch too much stuff we either watch too much stuff or people have lost their spark in creating (laughs) really quotable one-liners perhaps i think like for me i'm i've never been super good at it unless i've seen the same thing over and over Mm. like i don't remember it the first time i hear it so I've only really ever done it with like The Office and New Girl and Parks and Rec, and, and since those are still the only shows that I like. Re- well, yeah, I guess there's like shows from childhood that that's what I'm. That's what I was laughing at. Is like they're just so deeply in my brain that it doesn't even like I wouldn't just whip that quote out, but like it immediately popped yeah. into my head when he said 100%. "missed" in reference to his hair. But no, but just in terms of like other shows, I just have to rewatch them to hear them. There are there are actually a lot of Sweet Life of Zack and Cody quotes in my brain now that I think about it, but <laughs> I digress. I want to talk about Nate and yeah, let's do it. the The redemption arc that happened. We're at the end of the even arc, even though I didn't want it to, and we talked at length about it earlier when we started doing this season's recaps. I really thought they weren't going to have him back in the way that they. The way that they redeemed him is not what I was expecting. Would it be Ted Lasso if they had done it any other way, though? Like, isn't this, like, full-on having someone return to their... It feels, like, very classic Ted Lasso. It is. Because the whole point is supposed to be, like, he gives people chances, etc. I think my issue with it, thinking back on this season, isn't just that they gave him another chance. It's that they continued to make him so horrible this whole season. Like... There were times where he could have shown glimmers of, like, deserving to be redeemed that he didn't. He just kept, like, doubling down, basically, on being a horrible person. Like, when they were at the match against each other and he, like, refused to speak to any of them or, like, be a good sportsman, sportsman? (laughs) Show good sportsmanship at all. And so the only way as the audience we're supposed to see him redeemed if I'm just going by what I've seen in this season, what we're being shown, is that he has a girlfriend who is like seemingly a good person. So we're supposed to think, oh, well, if they're dating, then he must be redeemable. But we haven't even seen that, let alone like Beard and Ted 
they obviously haven't seen that. So I, I just think it doesn't make any sense the way they did this. Why did they do it this way? Yeah, I don't know. I cannot answer that question. I was going to say, I mean, we've seen other, the viewer has seen other instances, sort of like his interactions with his parents. There's some, there's been some redemption there of them unpacking stuff and him like expressing some amount of remorse. Um, but yeah, the using the, the plot device of gets a girlfriend and through that we see that he you know, doesn't want to cheat on her and therefore is a good person. I, what does that have to do with soccer? I don't know. I, what does that have to do with like his teammates? But, how does, we just, but even that, like we just haven't seen that. Like he, we're what supposed do you mean? to think oh, he's in this no. healthy relationship and like we like him now because she likes him. But like I still don't know a single thing about her other than that she's a waitress. Yes. I mean, and like got him to quit the job. Like that, that was supposed to be another thing where we were like, oh, we love Jade. So in turn, we love Nate, I bet the waiter thing didn't even make sense. It's the, um, what I was talking about was when Rupert invites him out and he decides not to cheat on his girlfriend with Rupert. Yeah, yeah, And that was sort of like, like a, that was oh, a he's a good we guy. Like, <laughs> but like. Oh, yeah. But I never thought he was bad in that <laughs> right, way. Right, exactly. And it's weird So that parallel. didn't do enough. It didn't really do anything. I think they needed to walk it back a little this season. The moments of like him being so horrible. And instead they just were like, Okay, he's dating Jade and didn't cheat on her. Jade do- didn't need to exist at all. And there could have been other ways in his, like, in his interactions with the people, the other people that worked with Rupert and worked at um, the club that he was working at, that we could have seen him show some levels of humanity. I know your argument is that, like, we haven't seen him show that many levels of humanity that warrant him having a redemption arc. I'm just saying, also... An, another character and like plot that did not need to exist is him is Nate and Jade. You know, or they just needed to develop it more. But yeah, it seems like it would have made more sense for him to have made connections at the place he started working. Yeah, like learn how to that support it, your. That's that's what it is. Learn how to support your <laughs> yeah, coworkers. Like he supports someone else's right. ideas that's below him and realizes like, oh. That's what Ted was yeah. doing for me. Or like be a Ted-esque figure or yes. Yeah, just not a mini Rupert until he finally like stands up for himself in not cheating. Ugh, anyway. I don't know. I think ultimately like the more we talk about this season, it doesn't really change my overall feeling about the season, which is like I like these episodes a little more than the early episodes in the season, but I'm just it's just clearly like not as good as it used to be. Do you think there's any? Know. And they're yeah. I was gonna say, do you think there's any chance that they try to do a few more episodes after this season? I don't know. I don't think so. I, I mean, I but obviously they could. And yeah, and a lot of shows like do reboots and stuff. Like who knows? I'm just wondering if yeah, if any part of them will want to like not do a redo, but sort of. I don't know. I don't, never mind. I'm just saying words. I just I just wish it, this weren't the last season. And by that, I mean, I wish this, the way that it had unfolded is not how it had unfolded. I'm glad that it's ending. Yeah, I am too. I'm Yeah, just because if it was going to go like this for another season, who wants that? But I don't really, I don't feel, the, they haven't set up any of these characters with stories that make me feel like we need another season. It's basically the exact contrast to what I was saying about Succession. And this isn't a spoiler for people who aren't caught up on Succession, but Succession's ending, and I feel like we need 
many more seasons. Like there's still so much story to tell. And it, the ways we've seen the character arcs in this season of Ted Lasso, I just feel like we, we've really dragged out arcs that were already over. Like we're just making stuff up that is, I, I think one of the only things that was done really well was for instance, like Colin's storyline. And that's because like that is feasibly realistic as something we didn't know about him. I've I've come 180 on this. Like I actually, I liked that storyline. I liked that they introduced something about a character that we didn't know really well. And it was realistic. But then having like, Oh, like Keely and Jack, like, and then not to develop, not to develop Jack as a character at all, and just like have her there for a couple episodes and disappear. Like, what's what's the point? If they were gonna give us a Jack storyline and this whole like new Keely storyline, actually develop it, mm-hmm. Jack had no personality anyway. So, yeah, I'm also glad that it's over. To say that in the long way, uh, I'm also annoyed with Trent's involvement. I know I, I'm like. My prediction is that there's going to be some scene where there's an um, like a voiceover of one of them reading Trent's story in the last episode of and like summarizing what it is to be on a team with Ted Lasso and like all of that jazz. And I'm pro- it's probably going to be written fine. And I'll probably eat that up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just just being honest. I'm, that sounds really up my alley. I just I I only wish that the setup of it somehow had been... He's just been, like, hanging around all of these episodes. He hasn't really yeah. been adding that much. Cle- yes, with the, like, Colin storyline, yes. But then other than that, he's just sort of been there, which has been a little weird. And with other TV shows that do a similar kind of thing, that where they're, like, people are being watched and then at the end we get this emotional like here's a look back on everything that happened like i'm thinking mockumentaries like the office and and um i guess a little bit parks and rec but kind of not they kind of steered away from some of that anyway it it worked because we didn't often see the people that were collecting all of the data they weren't like a super integral part of the story and so it didn't it wasn't weird when like they were in a scene but just like not doing anything (laughs) And I yeah, feel like Trent has been that way. And I know why. I get it. I just, it's just a little, a little odd. Uh, it's a fair gripe. But uh, yeah, I realized like two seconds ago, I said something about this being the end. And obviously it's not. There's a whole episode left. But I meant the end of the show. And I don't, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to the last episode. I think it'll be as Ted Lasso-y as ever. I think they will stick the landing. That's my prediction. Will it and be 90 I, minutes long is the question. Uh, I mean, we could look up the length. I'm sure that's already public info, but I have no idea. Definitely an hour, at least I would say. But yeah, I it's funny because I used to be, uh, well, I always am, with shows that I really love. I'm very sad to see them end. Like I get emo just thinking about watching the finale of a show that I like. I put off watching the finale of Parks and Rec for like two years. Like I literally watched everything up to it and then just stopped and then pretended like it didn't end. Because if I didn't watch the last episode, then it couldn't possibly be over. Actually, I did that to a bunch of shows. But I don't feel the need to do that with this show. Nor would I, because we're going to talk about it. But, like, I don't feel that pull of, like, oh, no, how can this be happening? (laughs) Like, I don't (laughs) want it to end. I'm just like, okay, another episode to watch. So that's a bummer. I am just sad to not be more excited about it. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, this says, well, I, I was looking this up while you were talking. Episode 12 is titled So Long Farewell and will run a pop, approximately 60 minutes. 
So, yeah. I feel like we need to apologize to the people that have had to sit through us just like moaning, <laughs> destroying this season and being grumpy about it. Because if I've noticed one thing from the internet I won't and the internet's reaction to this season, yeah. it's that there are still so firmly two camps of people. The one is like people like us who have found criticisms of this season. And then there's this very vocal contingent that will fiercely defend it no matter what. And seems to like not only defend it, but to think that like we're crazy for like, oh, we're just haters or like we're just looking for things to criticize or we, we just, can't just yeah. like let people have fun. <laughs> but like I used to love this show and then it disappointed me. So I don't think I'm a hater, but maybe I am. Yeah, I don't. I mean, definitely like whatever you want to like. Don't let me not. Don't let me tell you not to watch it. But for if, sure. you're, if anyone would ask me for my opinion. And I get that this podcast is us giving our opinions without anyone really asking, but I'm I'm asking on behalf of you. You're asking, whatever. It doesn't matter. Anyhow, uh, I will not apologize for having opinions. I have very strong opinions about shows and they go both ways. And this one just happens. I just happen to care about like writing <laughs> like inconsistencies. No, I'm not apologizing for our opinions. I'm apologizing if we have made anyone sad. people out. Mm. Yeah, that's because because uh, honestly we bum me out when we talk about ted lasso and if i'm glad about anything it's that we won't do that anymore because <laughs> it's always a little depressing i yeah i mean i don't want to be the person who like shatters a glass of anyone watching this show and then it's like oh yeah that is weird like don't listen to a podcast i don't know anyway <laughs> think your own things uh you don't have to i don't think think we're trying to convince anyone if they walk away thinking oh yeah those things did suck then they were already primed to think that it's not our faults i don't know i can also like something and also like see the criticisms of something and i I think think with this show i'm having less fun watching it than i wish i were having is it still a show that i enjoy overall yes and I think I was thinking about that this morning, even with Yellow Jackets, because season two of Yellow Jackets is arguably, in my opinion, and in a lot of people's opinions, not as good as season one. Mm. But there's some people that are out there like commenting on my TikToks and like writing takedown articles and stuff that are like, this season is so bad. This finale was trash, like blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I mean, I see the criticisms. I see how the second season wasn't as good. But I personally had a ton of fun watching it. Mm -hmm. So I get the urge that Ted Lasso fans, people who are defending the season, I understand that urge to just be like, no, don't say that. (laughs) But I don't understand the people that like can't possibly see any criticism of it. That to me is just like, I don't know, a little willfully ignorant. Yeah. I... I find something to criticize in almost everything I watch, but that does not mean at all that I don't think it's a good show. I mean, sometimes it does, <laughs> but I think I say that pretty clearly when I think something is like outright not a good show. But I like there are small things. I know we're going to talk about Silo in a different podcast episode. I'm enjoying it a lot, but I do still like it makes me laugh and also like a little bit question why they made certain choices specifically about accents like in this show which like is not an important thing to care about but I do every single time I watch an episode leave it and then go and talk to Carter about like I still can't believe they made this choice doesn't mean I hate the show anyway I'm getting off on a tangent about a different 
thing but yeah i guess so was i it's well okay. we could wrap this one and reconvene for the finale episode next week find links to follow us on socials and subscribe to our newsletter in the show notes of this episode thank you for listening to double take if you like what you heard please support us by subscribing and leaving a review see you next time the double take podcast is produced by jess ball and me jennifer cullen 